Hello guys, welcome back to Be The Best Version Of You. I hope everyone's having a lovely week and is looking forward to the weekend. Um, it's Thursday now, so not long to go. So today I'm joined by a good friend, Olivia Selena, and she's a Reiki healer and law of attraction coach. And we originally connected on Instagram due to her doing a story about her finally being able to show up authentically online. And so I connected with Olivia and I said, this is like very similar to like my kind of journey with it because I did used to show up online, but it wasn't in a way that I wanted to and it wasn't authentic. So I wanted to reach out to Olivia and kind of ask her to be a guest on my podcast to talk more about that journey and it's really interesting kind of how our journeys were quite connected we talk about her biggest life lessons pieces of advice that she'd give um we talk about her daily routine whether that's strict or she kind of just goes with the flow um we talk about how her career journey's kind of changed and how she's got to where she is now doing the things she literally loves and dreams about and she's only in her early 20s um, and then we talk about some affirmations as well. So yeah, um, let's jump straight into it. Can't wait for you to hear this one. So yeah, if you just want to introduce yourself and just tell my listeners what you do and how you've come to do what you do. Perfect. Yeah, so I'm Olivia Selena. I am a law of attraction coach, a Reiki healer, and I'm a news reporter as well. So I literally have three jobs which is abundant <laughs> no um I literally left university in May and got work experience at my local radio station hits radio and from that I have just started a permanent contract there as a news reporter um but during lockdown during corona during university I set up my I don't even like calling it a side hustle because it, it means just as much to me as my reporting. Mm. Um, but I set up my business as a law of attraction coach and a rake healer as well. Yes. So I'm a busy little bee to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And for people who don't know, can you just explain what a Reiki healer and a law of attraction coach is? Yes, of course. So a Reiki healer is basically, the way I like to explain it is I heal energy. So basically in, in, in simplistic terms, in spiritual terms, you have seven chakras in your body. They all do different things, whether it's your throat chakra that allows you to speak out, etc. Um, and sometimes when they are blocked, energy blocked, you can't live to your full potential. You might not be speaking your truth. You might not be showing your true emotions to other people. And basically through Reiki healing, through energy healing, you clear through them blockages, help people literally live to their true potential, their fullest potential. Um, and that's in simplistic terms. In other terms, I say it's an hour of relaxation. It's an hour of meditation. It's an hour of sitting with yourself, with your own thoughts, your own imagination, and just switching off from the world. And that can do a lot of good for a lot of people. Um, and my law of attraction coaching is basically, at, it's mindset coaching. It's a change in the way that you approach things in life. It's using a positive can-do attitude and trying to block out any of them, not block out, but understand where our negative thoughts might have come from and where they have come from so that we can start to minimize them and start having a better outlook on life and the way that we see things and perceive things. Yeah, that is so nice. And I feel like 
you've really tapped into your creativity and created mm. three different passions jobs and sources of income that kind yeah. of set you alight which is so nice to see yeah literally that that's what I say to everyone nothing I do feels like work yeah everything just feels like I've I, like I said I studied uh, broadcasting in university so I spent three years basically aiming to become a news reporter yeah during lockdown I got really in touch with spirituality mindset yeah and then now I've got an income in that so it has everything that I've enjoyed to do in my life so far is now my job my work my income mm. and it's it's a bit mad because I'm literally 22 and I had a moment literally this morning and I mm. thought six months ago I was in a job that wasn't technically my dream but mm. I knew what my dreams were mm. and now I am living them dreams six literally six months on like so much can change and like we said wow. at the very beginning of the call 2021 was the place to set everything in stone and 2022 is when everything is coming true and happening yeah yeah we said that didn't we like yeah goals goals I set in 2022 when I moved I moved to Dubai for eight months in 2022 in 2020 sorry 21 yeah <laughs> in 2020 oh, wow I wrote down a list of goals on the first day of 2020 when I went mm-hmm. there and okay yeah I did complete some of them that year but most of them I didn't complete in 2021 I've actually just bitten the bullet and done them in 2022. It's crazy isn't it oh that's amazing what what have you done then in 2022? Um, so I've always wanted to become a life coach. So I mm-hmm. started that at the, at the start of January, I did my certification and yeah. I set up that account and that's just, I'm just, I just cannot wait to just impact women's lives and uplift women and just change their beliefs and mm-hmm. just have that impact. Cause I know that through conversations that I have, I can change, rewire people's brain to like yeah. see that positive side. I started my podcast, um, which has nearly 10,000 downloads now. So that was another massive goal of mine. And then I never thought I'd even get guests on, but I think I've had like 15 guests on now. And obviously the people I invite on, I just love their energy. That's why I invited you, Olivia. Because I was like, (laughs) we just connected, didn't we? And then also I've signed up for the Cardiff Half Marathon. So I'm going to be running that in October. Um. And these are things that were just like, and I started a YouTube channel and that's, that was on my list for ages, but mm-hmm. all of this thing, all of these things basically happened apart from my podcast this year. So it was, it's just interesting for us to have that conversation that you're kind of it's having weird. breakthroughs. Yeah. Everyone's saying the same thing. Like even people in my DMs and stuff, they're all saying it's, it's 2022. It's, it's wild. It's mad. There's just been so much change and shifts and oh. it's amazing. It's quite beautiful to see, I think. It's really beautiful to see. And it was really funny how we connected, wasn't it? Because I think I, I think we followed each other. Like, yeah. I don't know how. But then I just saw, I saw a story that you posted about how a couple of years ago, you just really weren't showing up as your true authentic self online. Mm-hmm. And you kind of like hiding those parts of yourself. And it was something that I could really relate to as well, because yeah. I'd always put up, the, put up these images that like, I think others would want to see. But it mm-hmm. was but but when I have my podcast Instagram and my coaching Instagram, this is my true authentic self. And I can finally just post, post what I want and post what I'm feeling. And yeah. before I think both of us probably found it hard to do that. 
So can you tell me about your journey with like showing up as your authentic self versus knowing who you really are, but not being on mm-hmm. the show up as her? Yeah, literally. I think throughout my life, I've always kind of, I'm not an outcast. I'm mm-hmm. not different as such, but I've always kind of spoke out or, you know, been a bit different, I'd like yeah. to say. But yeah, I was falling under the trap of trying to turn up of as what society wanted yeah. me to turn up as. I didn't want to seem like my thoughts or my views were weird or different yeah. or weren't with the norm or yeah. were out yeah. there. So I always used to, as much as I had thoughts and feelings, I never used to really share them. Yeah. And I used to be scared if people asked for like my thoughts on death or my thoughts on religion or things like that, because I had something that was quite different. And I remember it was the first lockdown. I had, I had what I'd say was my spiritual awakening. I had a moment in my life where I just thought I am out of control of everything else. Like I can only be in control of what I'm doing. I don't care anymore what other people think or other people say. And it, it really was, it was like a click just one night where I just kind of changed my whole perspective on things. And I, I started showing up on Instagram only bits by bit, sharing about law of attraction and books I'd read and this shifting mindset that I'd had. And then one time I did like a question a question box and one girl that I didn't even know at the time, who's now a, a wonderful friend of mine, um, she put in the comment box, she was like, what, what religion um, would you turn to? What's like the closest religion that you relate to? And I sat there and thought to myself and I thought, I'm actually, good. I won't, two year, a year to, um, before that question box, I probably would have never answered that. I probably would have left it as a question box. I wouldn't have even bothered showing up as my store on my story, sharing the answer. And I thought to myself, I thought, I'm, I'm going to, I remember this question because I was like, I'm going to just answer it. I'm going to be true. And I just replied and I was like, the closest religion to my thoughts and feelings is probably Buddhism because of the way I approach things and the way I look at things. Now, obviously I come under the term of like spirituality, I'd say, I'd feel like that's more of a blanket term and can cover a whole range of views and perspectives. But that was the first time I remember thinking, yes, that I am sharing, I don't care now. I don't, I'm, not, I'm answering that question. I'm gonna say yes, Buddhism, because the way they see things and perceive things is, is how I do. And I think for me, that was just a pinnacle moment where I just started, I started being my true self and answering things how I wanted to. And I think what kept me going as much as it's very egotistical, what did keep me going is people messaging me like, oh, wow, like you think this too. Like, I think this, Yeah. I think, I think the same way as you. And like I said, it is quite an egotistical trait, but it makes you feel better about sharing your truth when you think, oh my God, people actually feel the same way. They can mm. relate, they understand. And that kept me going to the point where I am now where, blimmin' heck, I share some stuff that two, two years ago me would be laughing at. Mm. Um, but it's it's amazing that I can show up as that person now who I, who I truly am. Yeah, it is such a beautiful place to be. And I never thought that I'd get there either. Uh, yeah so like yeah two mm. two years ago even probably a year ago the way I show up in person and online I'm just so incredibly proud of yes. and it's such it's such a journey but it's such a beautiful place to be now because I can find proud of yourself yeah. that you can do that yeah yeah and it's just like with my podcast the things I speak about like I do get vulnerable as fuck on there like mm-hmm. And it's so important. It's scary as hell, but it's so important. Mm -hmm. Um, No, it is. It can be scary, but 
then you just remember why why you're doing it yeah exactly and the main thing for me is if I can help one person my job's done yeah uh, 100% stand by that 100% exactly so I want to know like this really juicy question what mm-hmm. I know this might be a really like hard question to answer but what's your biggest ever ever life lesson that you've learned it's weird one I'd say it's probably not a life lesson but it's, I'm probably going on a bit of a tangent now but this is the closest thing I can really think of is as a kid it was really weird I was always scared of dying mm. like it was a massive thing for me. I used to stress, obviously, like I said, I'm a news reporter now. And as a kid, I had a massive passion in news and what was going on in current affairs. And I used to do it a bit too much. As a young kid, you shouldn't really be consuming everything like that. Mm. And I wouldn't. I got to the point where there was so much negativity in the world that I was watching on the news. And yeah. I was so scared of dying. I, I was genuinely petrified. It, like literally 12-year-old me, who shouldn't be bothered, who shouldn't be thinking about that. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about that. I remember once um, my nana literally turned around. She was like, she was like, nobody gets out alive. Like nobody in life, nobody on this planet gets out alive. Yeah. And that for me, I, I don't know if this is kind of the way that you wanted me to approach the question, but yeah. that for me is still what I think about now. Like if I ever get them thoughts or I am scared about doing something or think about judgment or yeah, I get in that mindset of what will people think? I just think, nobody gets out alive I'm just going to yeah. do what I want I literally and that is a was a lesson for me was mm. to just realize like it, I get this one time on this planet I should live it how I want I shouldn't be worried I shouldn't be scared and nobody gets out alive yeah so who, who gives a damn anyway I love that so much you answered that so well and it's it is so true I watched a video today actually really interesting you say this because the video was saying um, how look around you right now in a hundred years, no one's, none of the people you see are going to be there. So that's, you literally, that's life, so <laughs> life is so short. Like, mm. why aren't we all just chasing after our dreams? Like, and we'll look back on this time and be like, I just wish I started then. I wish I did yeah. that then. Because it'll right. get to a point where we will be too old to like do certain things and do what, what our dreams were. So I know it is uh, one thing my mum um she does like personal training on the side now yeah but one thing she's always kind of instilled with me is just do it because now she's not too old to do personal training but she wishes she would have done it as her yeah. full career yeah. when at a younger age and that's one thing yeah she's always putting me is like just just do it if, at the end of the day I always say like a nine till five is always there like yeah. there are never enough nine to five jobs in this world like just try your dream if it doesn't work then you've got an office you've got something to go back to exactly yeah and I think people are so scared of like obviously it's like the norm you know mm-hmm. have a nine to five go to the office it's like kind of what society wants for us mm-hmm. um but there's no right way of of, of having a career there's no right no. way of like living and I think people who shun either way people who shun people not doing nine to five people who shun people who do do the nine to five mm-hmm. it's like if so if they're happy just let yeah, them live the way the they want happiness because nine to five fits a lot of people yeah it's really because of the way their lifestyle is and things yeah. like, and that's 100 percent fine like I, I i preach that yeah do, do that um but then i think on the other end of the spectrum as well because it is so normal people are scared to leave yeah. that um and 
I mean, I'm back into a nine till five basically now with my reporting, but it's it's doing something that mm. I truly wanted to do. And to to get into that full time, I had to leave my other nine till five job to take the risk of doing freelance at this radio yeah. station to then get my contract. So you know, it was that jump of leaving the nine yeah. to five initially. Like I said, I have jumped into another one now, but it's my passion and what I believe. And it's just take, it's a massive leap of faith. It really is. And it's just having that trust in yourself and knowing that if you want it to happen the way you want it to, then you, you can do it. Like you genuinely can. And like I said, if it all else does fail, then you can always go back to your nine to you exactly. can you can always go back to your nine till five. Yeah. I think what you said there as well about it is about taking that leap of faith. Mm-hmm. Literally. It's it, it and it, it is literally that like I was petrified. I had to leave my oh like because I was mentioned then. I had to leave my old nine to five job because I knew if I wouldn't leave, I wouldn't start doing more freelance shifts at the radio station. And if I didn't start doing more freelance shifts at the radio station, I was never going to get a contract because I wasn't showing up enough and I wasn't, you know, producing enough work for them and they weren't seeing my talent and my reporter skills. So I literally sat there one night and was like, this is my life. If I don't Mm. take this jump now, I'm never going to take it. And when is the, the right time to do that? When is the right time? And I... I like I, I always say I took a financial hit doing that, but mm. I didn't because then I had time to focus on my coaching as well and I signed more clients for never and amazing. You know what I mean? Like it mm. kind of came back in other ways that I wouldn't have had if I didn't take that leap of faith. That's so interesting because like your ego said to you, you will take a financial hit from this. But in reality, because you took that space away from that, you were actually able to put time mm-hmm. into a clientele, biz- like into that business. Yeah. And then also do the freelance as well alongside. Mm-hmm. And that's just like a combination of like a dream combination. Literally. So <laughs> in, re- in reality, you are actually so much better off. But obviously if you had listened to that little thought in your head that said, mm-hmm. Olivia, don't do this because of you know our brain can make up yeah. so many reasons not to do something and not to follow through with something that we know is right for us but I'm just so glad you listened to that literally I always say listen to your first thought your first thought will always tell you to go for it your first thought hasn't had time to think about the risks and yeah. the dangers never you know I've, I think it's in the power of now it, it basically says you you should always listen to that first thought because you've not had time to overthink yet and yeah. you've not had time to think about everything that could go wrong yeah. just always listen to that gut instinct that first thought that goes quit go <laughs> just do it yeah. and that's the thought you need to lead with yeah and I think as humans, well, I, I'm sure you might be able to relate to this, but like we always know what's what's right for us inside. Yeah. Like instinct. Your instinct. You can ask advice off your friends, you can ask advice off your partner or your family, but at the end of the day, nothing they will ever say. Um, they're not in your situation, they're not in your shoes. And like you need to ask yourself these questions, I feel like. And like that's where mm-hmm. self-awareness comes in, doesn't it? Oh, 100%. Yeah, massively, massive. Yeah, you've just put that down to a T, really. Mm, yeah. So following on from that, what's a piece of advice that you live by? Oh, oh, gosh. Oh, geez. Um, I think one time I heard, and it's something I teach to my clients now, is when we get worried about doing something, we always think about, oh my God, what will people think about me? So one of the examples I like to use, and I'm sure you you will relate is, you know, when people say like, 
so I always tell my clients like go for a coffee date by yourself like go and take yourself out and they'll always say well what will people think about me yeah what will people think I'm sat by myself and I say to them what do you think of people that are sat by themselves when you go for a meal or you go for a coffee and they go oh well I think I wish I could be doing what they're doing I wish I could go by myself and I'm like, exactly. So you're not judging that person for being by themselves. You're thinking, I wish I could be by myself. So that's the same impact that you will have on someone else. And then it just becomes a domino effect. Mm. Um, to put that even clearer, really, is I had a friend and I got my nose pierced. Mm. And a couple of weeks later, she got a nose pierced. And she was like, oh, my God, I love your nose pierced. And I'm going to go and get mine done. So yeah. she went and got it pierced. And the same day, she took that nose piercing out. And I said to her, I said, why did you take the nose piercing out? She was like, I was scared what people were going to think. Mm. Like, I was worried that people were going to think I'm a bit weird getting my nose pierced all of a sudden. And what? I said to her, I said, what was the reason you got your nose piercing for? Like, who, who inspired you? Because I knew the answer was me. And she went, well, you got your nose done, so it inspired me to get my nose done. And I was like, so exactly, that's someone would have looked at you getting your nose done. They wouldn't have thought, what a weirdo. They would have thought, I want my nose done. I want my piercing done. And think of it the other way. Think of it as the inspiration you're going to be instead of thinking people are judging because yeah. I can guarantee you 99% of people aren't judging. If 1% of people are judging, then that's their insecurities. That's that's them just being shallow and hey-ho, you don't want to have that vibe anyway. Um, but like I said, for 99% of people, they'll be watching you and looking at you thinking, I wish I was doing that. I want yeah. to be doing what she's doing. I want what she's got. it's it's fact I I stand by that yeah it's so true and what you're saying is literally what my free masterclass is all about it's about (laughs) being able to do things alone and it's about Mm -hmm. being able to just loving your own company and it's so true like I literally love my own company so much I don't know about you oh I I would choose my own company over being with some people (laughs) oh no over being with like most people like I come home from social events I'm like yay my own space like I get to like meditate I get to read I get to I've got my candle on right now and I've got like it's raining and I'm in like actually this is like my like safe haven I'm like by myself oh I love it and like I do I just want other women to like feel like that as well so like that's why I'm just going to share all these things but it's so true what you're saying like I'm in public and I see these like independent queens like going going about their day going to the gym I'm like go on queen I absolutely love that energy or like getting a coffee by themselves love it yeah exactly and like I said you then people be looking at that thinking I want to do that so you need to take that jump and be that person as well and people will look at you and then it's a domino effect and everyone can start living the independent queen lives yeah exactly and it's the same I feel like some people like can't go to the gym but they have to go to the gym with like their friend or something but I honestly mm-hmm. love going to the gym by myself oh, I can just do what yeah. I want like just train what you it, want listen to what you want yeah yeah, yeah get it done sweat, get <laughs> sweaty and then leave whenever I want yeah, <laughs> I did it um, I did Camp America in 2018 I was 18 years old when I did Camp America oh my god and at the end of camp everyone went traveling and mm. I was coming back home because I had university to go to I started university but um basically everyone went traveling so I was left by myself in Boston for like a, a day or a day and a half by myself yeah and um, I had to get to New York by myself everything like that and everyone was like are you gonna be okay like you've got no one is everything okay like let us know if you need anything give us a ring FaceTime or everything <laughs> I was like I can't wait after two months of being in people's company <laughs> not wait for a day and a half in Boston by myself, I can go to a restaurant that I want. Oh, I can go and amazing. get a coffee when I want. I can go and see the views that I want. Like, I don't yeah. need to ask anyone if it's okay. Yeah. And I have an absolute ball of a time oh. by myself. 
I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. It's like a little adventure, isn't it? Literally, I loved it. Oh. I had an absolute ball. Oh, I love that. I would be exactly, exactly the same. Like, yeah. I need that space. Although I love, like, I'm such an extrovert. Like, I love, love yeah. social interaction, like, really good energy and friendships. But mm-hmm. equally, that time alone is, I think, is so important. Oh, that's, you literally me, me to a T, that, 100%. <laughs> I'm so glad we're so similar. I know. <laughs> we knew it. We knew it, anyway. We knew it on the DM. Yeah. <laughs> So let's talk about your daily routine. Like, do you have like a morning routine or do you, and like an evening routine or do you just kind of like go with the flow? I'm a go with the flow gal. Um, yeah. I like to I like to make sure I have at least like 15, 20 minutes to myself in the morning before I go about my day and just sit there with my thoughts. I won't say it's meditation. It, it can turn into meditation sometimes, but I like to just kind of sit there, think what's going through my head and kind of see it as like a cloud passing by and get the really? thoughts out. Um, and if I know it's going to be a busy day, I like to do a to-do list um, just so that I can see what's in my head. So it's down on paper and see what I need to complete for the day. And I've started making a proper routine of making my cacao in the morning as well. Um, so I'd say that's kind of like my morning routine. Mm. Um, but then I literally get up to work and I always have to have like my music playlist on that always makes me feel good when I'm driving to work um I'm a really I'm a sucker for gratitude like when I'm driving I'll really? always say it out loud yeah it's one of them it's proper cliche but it's something I, I stand by is just driving to work and just listing off all the things that I'm truly thankful for and it really helps on a bad day well not a bad day as such but like when I'm feeling a bit down in the dumps if I start doing that on the way to work I'm like live like what are you bothered about like your life's sick like relax like you've come so far and you know you can go even further and it just brings me back to to life and understanding that I am grateful for what I've actually got um so yeah that's it's not really routine it's more with a yeah go with the flow with with some set little boundaries in there I like that as well yeah, yeah because it keeps the fun doesn't it and it like it doesn't keep you tied down to like you have to do this in the morning as soon as I wake up I need to do this because that just like I feel like you're like a prisoner. You don't want it to make like it chore, and then when something's a chore, you don't want to do it, and you don't, exactly. or you don't enjoy, you don't enjoy it. it. Yeah. yeah, it's not going to manifest into anything special because you've not got the right vibes there. No, and then you won't be in that headspace, and you won't be on that frequency. Exactly. Some days you can do more for other mornings, and mm. that's that. And that's just the way the the human body, the human mind works, and we work. I'd love to speak more about gratitude. I absolutely love that because gratitude yeah. saved me when I was going through a really hard time and I read the magic mm-hmm. and it just oh, everything. Yeah. And I need to reread it actually, because I've just, I like, haven't picked it up in ages, but it, it, it got me back to like a better place. Mm-hmm. Um, but gratitude is amazing. So like when you're in the car, do you just kind of like list, like how many things do you, do you list? Do you like, I'm grateful for, and then do you say why, or do you just like leave it? In- yeah, so I've not got like a set amount of what I reel off. I kind of just sit there and I just, it's whatever comes to mind. Some days will be different. Some days it will be because the sun's, I'll be like, thank you for the sun or thank you that I heard the birds singing this morning. Or some days it'll be like, thank you that I've actually got my dream job and it'll get deeper mm. into like, thank you for the mindset I have to get me there. Thank you for the holidays I've got booked. Thank you for that. And it's really anything at all that comes to mind that makes smile and I feel like the more I, the more I list off 
the more I can find to list off. Oh, like, it's one of them, if you start going with it, you just find that you can continue going. And next minute I know I'm smiling to myself in the car and then the music gets turned up and I start singing out loud at half seven in the morning. And then that's my vibe then for the day. Like you really need to set that vibe for the day if you want to, you know, people say to me in work, like, Blimey, like it's, it's only eight o'clock in the morning. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're very energetic. And I'm like, yeah, God damn, I am. Like, I'm, I'm grateful, man. Like, I'm thankful to be here. Um, and it's just having that that change. It's really weird. I, it, it's weird um, and it's hard to explain to people, but you just got to make life exciting. And you've got to be thankful for what you've got. And I understand sometimes that maybe others have more or mm. others have less or other people find, find other things to be grateful for. And I think just understanding that as well and just being grateful for your circumstances and what you have and stop comparing about, mm. oh my God, but that person's not got that or that person's got that. Like, no, what are you grateful for? What in your life makes you happy? It doesn't matter about any other noise, anyone else. What is it that truly lights up your soul and, and makes you thankful for each day? And yeah, it just yeah, it just makes me smile thinking about it. To be honest, oh, honestly, <laughs> it makes me so happy, and I'm I'm so glad you do that. It's just so amazing, yeah. and it's like it's so something that I want to incorporate into my routine because, like, mm-hmm. although I know, like, on a on a subconscious level, I like I am grateful, but like yeah. on a conscious level. I think it's so, you need to like kind of like say it out loud. I'd say that's yeah. My tip is to physically say it out loud. Yeah. Like in my car, you say like just say it, and then next time I'm going like thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and like love you, universe. And I'm just saying it, and I don't give, I don't care. Like I, I am thankful, and that yeah, giving the energy to say it out loud, it gives it that strong vibration, that strong energy, and ultimately helps more even more manifest because you you are living and breathing then and, and physically doing your, your gratitude out loud yeah it's so crazy like those two words thank you are the most powerful words every single self uh, development book I've read like the secret the magic you know all of them say like thank you the two most powerful words like thank you and just like Einstein said thank you like a hundred times a day (laughs) (laughs) Einstein said thank you a hundred times a day yes I have seen that you know yeah that's pretty mad hundred times quite a lot of times yeah and it's like and then they wrote no wonder Einstein was like blessed with all like these amazing amazing discoveries like Mm mind-blowing because he the universe was giving it yeah exactly it's just I always say oh sorry go on go on yeah I always say to think of gratitude as like a present so um let's say I give you a present and you just go, oh, okay, cheers, and put it to one side and don't look at it for the rest of the day, then I will never give you another present because you've been ungrateful. I'm like, well, I'm not going to give you a present because you didn't even give thanks, like, sound. <laughs> what a waste of my money. Whereas if I gave you a present and you were like, oh, my God, thank you so much, Liv. Like, this means the world to me. I'm going to use this every day. Like, you don't understand how much this means to me and you cherish that, then I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm getting her another present. Like, she was thankful last. Like, she makes me feel good about giving her a present. And that's what the universe thinks when we show gratitude the universe is like this this gal's like fully thankful like she's loving it I'm gonna keep giving her things to be thankful for and it, yeah. it's literally that that's how I like to compare it oh that's so good mm. it is and it's so true like the things that we're thankful for we're blessed with even more of them yeah yeah exactly uh, the, in it's it's not even in a um, how to say it in a selfish way 
if you show, show thanks, you will get more to be thankful for. So yeah. if that's not a reason to give thanks even more, then, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah I'm so glad how this has ended all about gratitude because gratitude is like my absolute <laughs> favorite thing it's so important it's honestly so I think it's the accelerating the key to law of attraction and mm. everything you manifest into your life it has to come from a place of gratitude and understanding that happy with what you are already so you can manifest even more because like I said it's like a present it is and I feel like it's it's overlooked Mm-hmm. 100%, so, yeah. and I we're feel so like... sorry <laughs> <Keep talking. laughs> no, I know we're just so excited I actually have a podcast episode about it honestly I might just do another one because it's I can't even stress like you as like obviously you know as well like it, it's mm. like the missing piece it is 100% it, it, it genuinely is and I think we're in this society now where we compare and we look at what other people have and you know we're on this constant quick time all the time like yes. swipe and like and swipe and like and compare and like and it we forget to actually look what we have like mm. what do we have and it's just so important to look at what we have because the same people that you're swiping and liking and swiping and liking like they're not actually they well I'm not saying they aren't but they might not be grateful for what they actually do have and you're there mm. thinking oh my god I wish I had that and people will be looking at you thinking oh my god I wish I had that so just taking that time to to be thankful and be in that moment um that's such a nice ending I think <laughs> oh no I'm feeling really really good now like feeling such good energy and I know like all my listeners will just absolutely oh. love you so I'm gonna put your um Instagram in the bio and everything yeah and oh I've loved this oh, conversation well, thank you honestly thank you so much for having me on like genuinely it means a lot, oh, a lot a lot you're more than welcome to come whenever <laughs> perfect well thank you again um I can't wait to listen as well no definitely um, yeah. I need to come to Manchester yes you do there's honestly so many of us here like <gasps> spiritual girls <laughs> yeah. oh my god I'll make a visit I'll do it we'll book it an I'll DM like, you <laughs> that is so lush okay yeah I'll DM you yeah. we'll organize it <laughs> we'll organize it 100% coming down yeah. have a lovely not- evening <laughs> Pardon. I'll have, have a lovely look- evening too. Yeah. And yeah. Thank you. Okay, see you soon. Bye. Bye.